Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. As always, I'm your host, Josh Nichols. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to bring your range game to the golf course and why that proves so difficult. You should leave this episode with an actionable way to think the next time you go play. But before we get into this episode, I want to tell you about the custom weekly practice plan. If you're interested in practicing better and practicing the way that I did to get good enough to make it to the finals of a USGA championship, then you need a custom weekly practice plan. Here's how the process goes. You give me your stats or your assessment of your driving, approach, shots, short game, and putting, and you tell me when you can typically practice and play, and also what resources you have, like maybe you have a putting mat in your office or a simulator set up in your garage or a multi-million dollar state-of-the-art facility that you can use 24-7, in which case I'm fully expecting an invite from you to come visit. And I will hand-build you a practice plan and send it to you in PDF form as well as a customizable template with practice challenges. You will get a fully filled out week of practice down to the minute, which you can use week after week and work on your game in a systematic way. Go to joshnicholsgolf.com slash practice dash plan, or go to the link in the show notes to learn more and purchase your practice plan. And if you feel like you need one-on-one work on your mental game, that's what I do. Yes, I host this podcast and I build practice plans, but my actual occupation is working with players all over the world on their golf psychology. If you like these Golf Thought Thursday episodes or the topics that I cover with guests, this is the exact type of stuff that I work on with players. So if you'd like to take the next step to improve your mental game, then send an email to mentalgolfshow at gmail.com or visit my website, joshnicholsgolf.com. Or if you'd like a less formal intro to mental coaching, where you don't have to spend any money or you don't have to talk to me, you could take the mental game assessment. It's a 15-minute questionnaire that will give you your mental strengths and your biggest area for mental improvement. It's a great resource to start working on your mental game. It's the same thing that I use in sessions with my actual clients. So you know that I value it and you know that uh, how much value it can give you. And the best part is it is free. The link to everything that I've mentioned will be in the show notes of this episode. All right, let's learn how to take your range game to the golf course. Something happens when you go from the range to the first tee. It's rarely some massive revelatory moment that feels dramatically different. It's often so subtle that we don't even notice it. But it's there. Something changes. So what is it that changes? I think there's one word that describes what changes the most. Importance. What happens on the course is simply more important to you than what happens on the range. And what happens in the club championship is more important than what happens when you're playing by yourself. And what happens in the finals of a USJ championship is more important than what happens in the club championship. As these levels of importance rise, so does the feeling of pressure. And as the feeling of pressure rises, our performance decreases. But why? Why do we play worse when there's more pressure? This starts with your brain. Your brain at its most basic level is designed to help you survive and keep you comfortable. Now, our brains are capable of much more than that, which we'll get into, But what our brains are basically designed to do is keep us comfortable and alive. 
So when you enter a scenario that feels a little less comfortable, like the first tee of your club championship, your brain usually responds in a, whoa, 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 what's going on here? I'm not too sure about this kind of way. And because it wants to keep you comfortable, it usually tries to give you reasons you should get out of there. This is why you start projecting into the future, worrying about how it might go, simulating the possible events that could happen, or how suddenly you can remember with picture-perfect clarity the last time you topped it off the first tee because other people were watching. Your brain is saying, yo, this doesn't feel good. Look at all the bad things that could happen. Remember last time you were here? Maybe we should get out of here. And if things get ramped up strongly enough, it goes from uncomfortable to potentially dangerous at least to your brain. It feels so unpredictable and uncomfortable that now it feels like our life could be on the line. This could be a life or death scenario. So we definitely need to get out of here. What happens to your body when you're in a potential life or death scenario? It goes into protection mode. You tense up, heart rate and breathing get faster, you start sweating, and your movements get tight and quick. Starting to sound familiar? So naturally when you're in a situation of increased importance, this is where your brain goes. The mental progression often goes like this. Important round of golf leads to an uncomfortable scenario, leads to concern with the situation, uncertain outcome, worrying about how it might go. Oh, wait, we don't know how it'll go, and that's not okay. We need to get out of here fast. And then tense, guidey, protective swings, which usually leads to worse scores. This is all because our brain is trying to help us survive what feels like a potential life-threatening situation. Now, yeah, that sounds a little dramatic, but your brain doesn't lie. What it perceives is true might as well be true to your brain. Hey guys, Josh here. Just want to pop in and tell you about an awesome new sponsor of the show, the Divot Board, the game-changing golf training aid designed to elevate your swing and revolutionize your game. Whether you're a beginner teeing off for the first time or an elite player striving for perfection, the Divot Board is your ultimate partner for achieving a consistent and effective golf swing. What sets the Divot Board apart is its patented technology that offers instant feedback, both at home and on the range. With every swing, you gain valuable insights into the crucial point of impact as well as your swing path, enabling you to make real-time adjustments. It's really just like a divot. This means you'll fine-tune your technique right on the spot, leading to greater consistency and improved ball contact. One of the most important parts of quality practice is instant feedback, and nothing does that like the divot board. It really is just like a real divot. What's truly remarkable is the flexibility the divot board brings to your practice. Whether you're honing your skills with a golf ball or simply focusing on your swing mechanics, the divot board accommodates both preferences. It's your portable golf coach, always ready to provide guidance, whether you're indoors or outdoors. Mike at the divot board was kind enough to send me one, and I personally use mine in my backyard to hit foam golf balls, and it's really cool. I had a little project where I built a hitting platform with a custom cutout sized exactly for the divot board. It's been an awesome way to be able to get quality practice with real feedback without even leaving the house. And with having a one-year-old and running my own business, take it from me, this has honestly been great for my mental and physical health as well as my golf game. The Divot Board has a genuine turf feel, giving you an authentic golf experience each time you use it. 
No matter where you are or what your skill level is, this training aid will undoubtedly help you build the confidence and skill you need to excel on the course. And to top it all off, the Divot Board is running an awesome fall sale right now. Now through November 30th, you can get a Divot Board for just $99. That's $40 off the full price. To upgrade your practice and get your Divot Board, go to divotboard.com slash mentalgolfshow and use the discount code mentalgolf10, the number 1010, mentalgolf10 at checkout to get an additional 10% off your purchase or go to the link in the show notes of this episode. Again, that's divotboard.com slash mentalgolfshow and use the offer code mentalgolf10 at checkout to get 10% off. That will bring your Divot Board all the way down to just $90. Don't wait. Go grab it now. Many thanks to Divot Board for partnering with The Mental Golf Show. All right, let's get back to the episode. So what can we do about this? Are we just always going to play worse when we go from the range to the first tee? Well, the short answer is unfortunately probably so. Unless you can find a way to reduce the importance of a round of golf, then your brain will always ramp up its threat response mode. This usually entails us trying to care less or lower our expectations. This is how we try to reduce the importance, by trying to care less or lowering our expectations. But both of these can be really inauthentic. And your brain cuts right through inauthentic. It doesn't work. You're trying to pretend reality isn't true. The club championship really is more important. The USGA championship really is more important. You care more. The consequences are higher. What you have to gain and lose have more weight to them. Denying this reality creates a sense that I'm not supposed to feel pressure or nerves or discomfort. But when you inevitably feel pressure and nerves and discomfort, you think something's wrong. And now you get caught up fighting a battle in your own head instead of just playing golf. So what's a way we can handle pressure better? Surely there's a way to perform well under pressure. This leads us to acceptance. Accepting reality for what it is. Matching how you feel with reality. Saying things like, of course there's more pressure. It's a bigger tournament. Or, of course I'm uncomfortable. This is very important to me. Or, of course I care, because I want to do well. And maybe most importantly for us, of course the consequences of failure would sting, but I know what they are, and I can live with them. Realizing you feel this way, and that's because of the reality of the situation. You come to an acceptance of the situation, and how you feel about the situation. This is how you can get as close as possible to performing the way you do on the range on the course. You will almost always have at least some decrease in performance as the pressure rises because of how your brain responds to things, how you tighten up just that much more. But the sooner you accept that rather than fight it, the closer you'll be to getting out of your own way and playing up to your potential. Okay, so let's summarize. The difference between the range and the course is the increased level of importance. Increased level of importance leads to the feeling of pressure because of your brain's perception of the situation you're in. Because your brain wants to keep you comfortable and safe, it doesn't like pressure situations. They're uncomfortable. They're uncertain. They're unpredictable. 
Your brain puts you into threat response mode, which means getting tighter and quicker. This naturally leads to playing worse. You can choose to fight the feeling of importance and pressure, or you can choose to accept the reality of the importance and how you feel about it. And acceptance doesn't make the uncomfortable feelings go away, but it allows you to be uncomfortable and still be present and hit the shot despite the discomfort. The next time you go from the range to the course, tap into how you feel. And instead of fighting it or wanting out, accept it. Tell yourself, I'm feeling this because this round of golf is important to me. So let's lean in and play anyway. All right, everyone, hope you learned a thing or two about why it's so difficult and arguably impossible to play the same way you do on the range on the course. I hope you feel like you have an actionable way to address this the next time you encounter it. And if you like this episode, you'd probably also like the episode titled How to Fix Your Bad Golf Habits, where we talk about the mental spiral we get into when we're in a triggering situation. It's pretty similar to what we talked about today with with a slight tweak to to kind of looking at our habits that we do on a regular basis on the golf course. That episode was released back on December 19th, 2022, so I highly recommend going back and checking that one out. And as I always mention at the end of these episodes, what you've heard isn't therapy. It's meant for information and entertainment purposes only. If you feel like you need personal help on some deeper things you're going through, I encourage you to go talk to a licensed professional. But on the golf psychology front, if you feel like what you've heard doesn't quite cut it and you'd like to work one-on-one with someone, I'm a golf psychology coach. I work with players all over the world on improving their minds so they can improve their performance on the course. If you'd like to get in touch with me, feel free to send an email to mentalgolfshow at gmail.com or visit my website, joshnicholsgolf.com. And if you're interested in a more well-planned, thoughtful practice structure and practicing the way that I did to get good enough to make it to the finals of a USGA championship, then you need a custom weekly practice plan. Go to joshnicholsgolf.com slash practice dash plan, or go to the link in the show notes to learn more and purchase your practice plan. I also encourage you to go take the mental game assessment. It's a free 15 minute questionnaire where you don't have to talk to me or pay a dime, no commitment whatsoever. It will give you your mental strengths and areas for improvement. And thanks again to our sponsor, the divot board for supporting the mental golf show. The link to everything I've mentioned, including how to get a huge discount on your divot board will be in the show notes of this episode. All right. Thanks again to everyone who listens to The Mental Golf Show. Whether you're new here or you've been here since day one, I really appreciate the community that you have been a part of building. If you've learned something on this episode, go subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Maybe mention the biggest thing that you've learned listening to the podcast underneath those five stars. And I would love it if you shared this episode with a friend who struggles even more than you do to take their range game to the course. Their swing is picture perfect on the range, and then it looks like they get possessed by something on the first tee. They're probably possessed with their own unhelpful thoughts. You know who I'm talking about. Send this episode to them. Okay, thanks for listening to The Mental Golf Show. I'm Josh Nichols, and I'll catch you guys next time.